Hello and welcome to the Body Acceptance Podcast. This podcast is for women who struggle to love and sometimes even like their bodies and who want to build a more loving relationship with themselves through experiencing more joy, pleasure, and confidence. Each week we'll cover topics ranging from body image, intuitive eating, self-love, and so much more. If you're ready to learn practical tips and tools for loving the skin you're in, then you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Body Acceptance Podcast. If you are new around here, this podcast used to be called the All or Something Living Podcast. We just recently transitioned over to body acceptance just to really narrow in on this topic. It's definitely become a hot topic since 2020, and a lot of people may have gained weight or realized their body image issues um, throughout all the time that we had to reflect. And so I've noticed that I personally have needed more support in this area and a lot of the women I speak to are feeling the same way. So we are now the Body Acceptance Podcast. That's why there are 104 episodes now instead of two that I have officially done for the podcast. So if you're confused about that or if you're a longtime listener and you're wondering what the heck happened to the um, All or Something Living podcast, that is what happened. There are still a ton of great episodes of the All or Something Living podcast. Obviously, that was where we started, and there's still a lot of conversations in that one about body image. One of my favorites is actually when I talked to my husband, Jason, about about body image, uh, and we shared our individual body image struggles and how that affected our relationship, bringing our two different points of view when it comes to body image together, and then what we've done over the years about it. And if you listen to last week's episode, which was the intro to the new Body Acceptance Podcast, I talked about this moment that we had a few years ago, or when we were early on dating, where um, Jason, I, I had gained some weight in like gosh, like six months into us dating, I gained some weight and I asked him if he was less attracted to me because of that. And he said, yes. And it created this whole spiral of issues. Anyway, we kind of addressed that in the episode. Let me go check real quick and see what the episode number was. Okay. So it was actually only a few episodes back. It's a bonus episode right before episode 101. So you can go check that out. Uh, Like I said, it's full of really good gems. Um, One of my favorite conversations that we had on the podcast. So welcome to the second week of doing this body acceptance stuff. I am so excited to talk to you this week um, about learning how to love your body at all stages. So do you ever feel like your body can sometimes, or I guess how you feel about your body, especially when it comes to how your body looks, how it can sometimes dictate the kind of day that you have. So like, for example, on the days that your clothes are fitting perfectly, or you're like, Ooh, baby, you look in the mirror, you're like, Ooh, I look good today. You're like a lot more confident and at ease with yourself. Maybe you're even in a better mood. You're more energized. You just feel all around 
better. And then on the days when you feel like maybe you're out of touch with your body, you ate something or drank something last night that your body didn't agree with, or you're just overall bloated or your periods coming, whatever it is that's happening to make you feel more detached from your body and your body is feeling foreign to you on those days. Do you feel more agitated and less confident? I know for me, that was a big one. Um, especially back when I would harshly judge my body, I would be in the worst mood and then it would lead me to want to numb out and to binge eat. And so it almost like created this like cycle of more unhelpful behaviors instead of like, you know how sometimes we think that, um, if we feel negatively about our body, it's going to motivate us to change and to want to go to the gym and lose weight or do whatever we think that we need to do to lose weight. So maybe that like motivation, that negative motivation drives us for a little bit, but overall it actually, for many of us create causes us to, um, more so, like I said, detach and numb out and do punishing behaviors toward our body. Like, like binge eating or maybe even over exercising or something along those lines. So in this week's episode, I really wanted to cover how you can learn to love your body at all stages, what that even looks like and how you can stop allowing your body to dictate your mood or, um, just allow how you feel about what you see in the mirror to run your life and to determine your confidence levels and, all that good stuff. So before we get started and we dive in, I just want to let you know that I created a free body acceptance guided meditation. So I personally wrote and recorded this meditation and I have combined all my favorite techniques that I've used over the years to help ground into my body, to actually feel in tune with her and at peace. Um, Cause you know, sometimes the, when I'm, I'm sure when I say sometimes like, Oh, just tune into your body. That can feel like a really foreign concept and meditation, especially again, like I said, the techniques that I do in this guided meditation, meditation is one of the biggest tools that I've used to get in tune with my body. So to be able to hear from her, you know, what is it that I want to eat? What do I want to drink? How much do I want to eat? what do I want to do today? Um, how do I want to move my body? All of those things stemmed with a guided meditation, um, on like tuning into the different parts of my body and being able to determine and practice, you know, what feels good and what doesn't feel so good in my body. So you can do this meditation as a daily practice. You can implement it into your morning or evening routine, or you can just use it as like a tool anytime that you're feeling frustrated or out of tune with your body. I definitely recommend at least starting out that you use it as a daily meditation. That way you get in the habit and you remember that it's available to you. And if you're someone who you're not really practice in being in tune with your body on a daily basis, this can serve as a really good reminder. So all you have to do to get access to that is you can either go to the show notes for this episode, um, or you can visit laurenkepler.com and on the homepage, there's a link to it there as well. And just enter your name and email 
And then once you sign up to receive your meditation, you'll automatically be added into my VP email list, VP, vice president, VIP, (laughs) VIP email list, where you're going to get exclusive weekly inspiration updates and special offers that I only share in email. That's a really good way for us to be able to connect directly because you can always reply directly to my emails. And if you just need that little boost of uh, inspiration into your inbox every week. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, again, go to the show notes or visit laurenkepler.com. All right, so let's get into it. How do we learn to love our body at all stages? I think the first thing that's really important to do is to accept the reality of what your body is and what it's meant to do for you. So your body was not designed to, um, I guess, be visually appealing or pleasing, right? Like we like bodies that are visually pleasing and appealing, Um, because sometimes that's just how we're designed, but your body was actually meant to be a vessel that allows you to live, that allows you to do the things that you want to do. So it's almost like if you're into, you know, you're spiritual, like I am, it's your soul zipped up in this vessel that is allowing you to do whatever it is that you love to do. So whether you like to play sports or run around with your kids or even sit and watch Netflix or have sex or ride horses, whatever it is, your body is that tool that allows you to do those things. And so that's what your body is. Uh, And then it's also important to accept the fact that your body will change throughout your life. This is one of the biggest factors in learning to um, accept your body in general and to deal with maybe some body image issues because that's when we tend to struggle the most, right? Is when it's hard for us to accept the fact that our bodies do change all the time. Uh, I feel like personally, my body is different every day. I am like, I try to get used to the body that I feel into and that I see in the mirror every morning. And it's like every day just feels so different, Um, which is actually sometimes really helpful because if I'm maybe one day not feeling like my body just feels a little bit more bloated and puffy or whatever, I'm like, that's fine. My body is so dynamic. Uh, Either it changes or the way that I feel about it changes. But either way, I just try not to put so much stock into hoping that my body will look this exact same way every single day because I already know that it won't. And then um, it's important to recognize if, if this is just a vessel that we occupy for the time that we're on this earth, then the acceptance conversation shifts into accepting yourself as a whole and your body is a part of that whole h or hw i am okay i have like total period brain right now so if i seem a little bit like out of it on this episode i am going through some hormonal stuff um my period is just being really wonky which it always is and i'm gonna actually talk about that in a future episode as well 
because that's something that I've had trouble accepting within my body. Also the issues that I have with my period. So side note there, I'm trying my best here. Um, but anyway, so you're looking at yourself as a whole W H O L E that kind of whole, like you are a whole being, you are not just your body. And also recognize that if you focus on only appreciating your outer appearance, that can be a really challenging thing to do because looks are so fleeting and they're not guaranteed. And this was, so going back to the conversation that I'd had with my now husband years ago when we started dating and he had, you know, told me that he was less attracted to me. So we spent years in that acceptance conversation. I not only had to get myself on board with accepting my body, but I had to get him on board too. And I know that sounds really bad, but he's just a very honest person. Like, yeah, he could lie to me and say, I love you and accept you just as you are. But I mean, if we are inundated with these images like of women Um, and you know, he is one of those guys that follows the Instagram model type girls on Instagram. And we've had conversations about that and I've had to accept that as well, but I had to have conversations with him too, about how much that can impact the way that he views my body. And so in those conversations and as you know, I'm trying to coach him through accepting not only my body, but you know, his body as well. And And just the fact that there are different shapes and sizes, this isn't something that he had accepted um, because I had just accepted it right before I brought him along with me. But when I finally started to get him to understand why it's so important for him to look at me as a whole person and love me as my being, as my energy, as my spirit instead of just again seeing me as like this body oh we can get surgery and manipulate and tweak and you can work out and do this to get this body that I can look at that's nice to look at what I had to talk to him about was the fact that our looks are so fleeting and that they do change throughout our lives and how you know I explained to him we're in this for the long run not only am I gonna look differently when we get older but you're gonna look differently too And not only that, but our looks like something can happen. Say you get in a car accident or I get in a car accident and something changes, drastically changes something about our appearance. Are we really that shallow where we're going to leave each other because of an appearance change? When like, if that's the case, how much do we really love each other and what parts about each other do we really love? And what is... What is this love really about, right? And that leads into the conversation of, okay, do you really love the way that your body looks or do you actually love your body as a whole? So I'm going to get there in a minute, but before I get there, I just want to talk about something that not a lot of people talk about, which is that your body goes through different phases. So it's normal when you go through puberty that you are suddenly, as a woman, Um, specifically gonna talk about or you're gonna experience maybe some weight gain your hips widen maybe you have love handles all of a sudden or your boobs change and that one 
I think we're more accustomed to that puberty change. I think a lot of people openly welcome that. In some cases, I know it can be difficult, especially if, say, you're an early bloomer and maybe you got your boobs or your hips before everyone else, and it was weird because it was different. That's another thing. It's just natural as human beings that we notice differences. And sometimes when you're younger or maybe not a happy person or maybe you're not emotionally intelligent, you can point out those things in those differences in somebody as a bad thing, but it's not, it just is. And everybody's body develops at different levels and different times. And, um, so you have to recognize that your body develops at its own pace. So not only does that change happen during puberty, but then it starts to happen in our early twenties and then it starts to happen in our late twenties and early thirties and so on. And here we are thinking, oh, I need to get back to my high school weight and size and fit back into those genes when we're failing to recognize that that was a whole different body. That was a whole different you. And now you're at a different phase in life. Or especially when it comes to motherhood, after you have a child, you have new things, maybe stretch marks, or maybe your hips are wider than they were before your boobs changed. And we try to fight that so much. And we use phrases like get your body back. And, um, it's all about going back to this past, like reminiscing about this past body instead of accepting the fact that our bodies just change. And the most helpful thing you can do is learn to accept each phase. And yeah, sometimes I will, for me personally, it, every phase, every new phase takes adjusting. It's not always sunshine and rainbows. It's not always easy to do, but I find that it's a lot less painful on my mental and physically physical health for me to just accept and try to work with that version of myself instead of constantly feeling like I have to be a past version of me. All right, so let's get into the conversation that I feel this is probably, if you don't take away anything else from this episode, I feel that it's important to to take this away. So differentiate. Let's differentiate loving how your body looks versus just loving your body. And I sort of talked about this a little bit in the last episode. I still haven't been able to refine the quote, but a, a quote that I saw on Instagram that was like, um, if you only love your body based on how it looks, that's not love. That's objectification. And that's so true because if you are only loving your body on the condition, on the days that you love how your body looks, then and not just you in a relationship. If you're only loving somebody based on how they look, that's objectification, right? That's not what like an actual deep definition of love or like the, I mean, I guess there are different definition definitions of love, but the kind of love that I'm talking about, which is like an unconditional deep soul giving kind of love is so much wider than the idea of the um, loving what you see in the mirror. So when we're having the conversation of love, how do you treat somebody or something that you love? You treat it with respect. 
you nourish and um, care for and you speak kindly and lovingly. So when we're talking about loving your body through all phases, so the the theme of this episode, loving your body through all the different stages, I'm talking about that kind of unconditional love. So you may not love how you look at each phase, but it's so important that you treat your body with love and respect through each phase. And that's a choice that you make. So just like you wake up and you choose to love your spouse and show that love in the different ways that you do, maybe by cooking for them or giving them loving compliments, it's the same kind of thing that you choose to love your body. I don't always, I'm just going to say this, I don't always love the way that Jason looks. I'm not always physically attracted to him. But that's okay because that doesn't mean that my love for him wavers or that I used to feel when it would be that way. Like, you know, we're taught when it comes to love. Oh, if you love somebody, then you're always attracted to them. And if you're not, then it's a problem. No, that stuff fluctuates, especially as your hormones fluctuate. You see things differently. That's the same for how you view your body. When your hormones fluctuate, you also literally see your body in a different light. But just because you're seeing your body differently, it shouldn't change the way that you treat your body. All that being said, if I'm being like completely um, real here, I understand that for some of us, it is important how we look. So it's not just because I know like a hang up for me used to be like, oh, if I love my body so much and then I shouldn't care about what I look like. And then I started to not, um, I guess really do my makeup the way that I would or dress the way that I would like. Cause I, I'm, I'm a, I guess you could say aesthetically, I forget what the phrase is for it, but I'm a very visual person and I know my husband Jason is too. So for us, we'd like things that look pretty, I like to look at, I like to put makeup on and do my hair and I like seeing, um, like, I guess aesthetically, an aesthetically pleasing thing in the mirror, but what happens and what I can have a tendency to do is to fixate too much on what I'm seeing in the mirror. So that's where maybe you go wrong sometimes is by staring too much in the mirror and fixating on something. So think about the way that you look at the somebody that you love. Do you sit there and stare at them and try and find all their flaws? Um, No, you look at them as the whole person, right? So sometimes when I'm noticing that like maybe I'm zooming in on a feature too much, I will literally step back in the mirror from the mirror and just look at myself as a whole. Like, who am I as a person? Like, see myself, see the expression on my face, maybe make different expressions so that I can see that I'm a dynamic, moving, living human being and remind myself that like, it's not helpful to just focus in and fixate on these things because they don't really matter at the end of the day, right? The people that we love and that love us It's because of who we are and who they are. So like Ariana Grande says, I love to see me from your point of view. It's a whole perspective, right? It's not just, 
you know how, and that's like what we always say, like, I wish I could see myself the way that others do. You can practice doing that. So you can practice, um, journaling about, or like I said, looking in the mirror and thinking about all the parts of yourself that you do love and all the attributes that you have as a whole person that you do love. Um, and I, I almost feel like I'm being a little bit rambly in this episode and saying the same thing over and over again in different ways. But I do feel that it's important because this is one thing that we tend to get really hung up on is looking at ourselves and seeing ourselves as objects or seeing different parts of ourselves as objects versus seeing the whole picture. And so I think, um, first of all, I think that toxic positivity can be translated into body image work. And what I mean by that, like the idea of toxic positivity, which is just ignoring the reality of how you feel about things and just plastering a positive sticker onto it. So instead of being able to admit, like I'm having a bad day or I don't like how I look, um, we try and cover that up by saying, Oh, well, let's flip it around and think of a positive instead of giving ourselves the space to acknowledge that like, I don't like the way that my belly looks today and that's okay. I think that that's more helpful um, because toxic positivity can be translated into how we relate to our bodies. So just think about that when maybe you're trying to tell a friend who is venting about her body. Maybe she's not looking for you to say, Like, oh, it's okay. What do you mean? I don't see what you see. It's so beautiful. Maybe she's just looking for some validation for you to just say, you know what? Like, I totally understand how you're feeling. Um, I'm sure that can be really difficult. What can I do to support you? And I also think that it's okay to admit that you don't love how a part of your body looks. Um, And then also it's okay because sometimes, you know, when we don't love the way that like a part of our body looks, we feel like we should fixate on it or stare at it in the mirror until we like it or, or look at it in the mirror and like give positive affirmations. I think that it's okay to just admit that you don't love some part of your body and to not really feel the need to look at or stare at or fixate on that part of your body. For me personally, that's my belly. Um, And I have a hard time looking at my belly in the mirror. That's definitely probably my biggest like trigger point. And so I'm just going to honestly say like when I get undressed and take a shower or get undressed to get in the shower, I will turn away from the mirror so that I don't have to look at my belly. And that's just on a daily basis. Um, I do which I used to not do. I now in the shower, like make an effort to actually like touch her and put lotion on her and send healing energy there during meditations. And again, sometimes that can be a trigger point for me during a meditation where, where it says like touch your belly, um, or put one hand on your belly and one on your heart. There are times where I know that I'm not in the headspace to put a hand on my belly. So in that case, sometimes I'll put both hands on my heart And then there are times where I feel okay to do that. So I'll put a hand on my belly and then acknowledge the fact that it feels uncomfortable and that's okay. And just send some loving energy there. Um, 
And then there are times where I actually do feel like I'm in the headspace to look in the mirror at my belly. And if I don't like how she looks, how I like, if I don't like the way that my belly looks, I will just kind of look at it and again, acknowledge like, oh, I don't love how it looks, but aim for neutrality. Like it's okay. I don't have to love how it looks. I also don't have to hate it. I am just feeling neutral. This is just my belly. And then I move on with my day. Um, sometimes I'll even have a conversation with parts of my body or just my body as a whole. Like, so this morning I was in meditation. I was doing a meditation for, to help with irregular cycles, or actually I was doing a, um, a yoga. I was doing a yoga. I was doing like a yoga YouTube video that I had found for like irregular menstruation and it inspired me. So at the end, once it was over, I just sat there and just had a long conversation with my belly and like that whole area where, you know, it houses my internal organs and my uterus and all that. I just had a long conversation about my frustration and that I apologize for, you know, these, um, for punishing my, my belly for how she looks. I'm sorry that, you know, she felt like, um, I'm sorry that people made fun of her in the past and, uh, and that it caused me to have negative feelings. Like, you know, of course it was very at the moment, in the moment it all flowed and it was just a very personal moment with myself that I remembered in that moment. Like I need to have more of these good moments, just, I guess, bonding with myself and bonding with my body. I really truly believe that like energetically it is good for our bodies. So it's, so health is, you know, about more than what we eat and the exercise that we do, what we're putting in our bodies it's also about how we're feeling about our bodies, how we're consciously and subconsciously feeling about our bodies. So the other part to this is just trying to understand that the marks on your body tell a story. They're all part of your life story. So your stretch marks, your loose skin, are there positive memories that you can associate with them? And again, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, oh, just because I have, um, stretch marks from my having a baby and now they're tiger marks or tiger stripes or whatever. Uh, now, you know, it's so amazing. And maybe internally you're like feeling actually differently about that. They're like, um, so I have stretch marks on my inner thighs. I always have, I have them on my belly And I will hear women talk about that, like, oh, these are my stretch marks, and um, I got them from giving birth, and I'm so strong because of that. And, you know, I can appreciate that, like, that's part of your story. And for me, I have stretch marks, and I don't have something, like, a story to tell of, wow, I birthed a baby from this belly, like... So what part of my story do my stretch marks fit into? They came during puberty. They came during growth. I actually just got some new ones within the recent months from my 2020 um, weight gain. And so I am just working on accepting the fact that like they are a part of my journey because they are part of me. And I don't necessarily feel that I should, I had to have earned them. Um, 
But if that is something that also helps you feel like, oh, I have stretch marks because I had a baby and that makes you feel strong, I definitely empower you to feel that way. Um, so there was a recent moment this weekend at the beach with Jason where I actually did feel good about my belly and my thighs, which never really happens. It's either I feel like neutrally or I just don't really think about it at all. And I was laying down on the beach, laying down next to Jason on our beach towel. And I looked down and my belly is in my, um, I'm wearing my like high-waisted airy swimsuit, which those are amazing by the way. And it's like, I see my belly and she's not flat, which is something that I've always struggled with. She was like a little like bump, like a little belly bump. And I looked down at her and I was like, oh, she's kind of cute. And then I looked down at my thighs and they're like pushed together and there's like cellulite in the center of them. And so I just, I turned to Jason and I was like, hey, and I pointed out, I was like, look at my cute little belly and my cute thighs. And he was like, aw, and we just took a moment to appreciate them. And it was just cool because those moments are honestly rare, but the more that I have pursued body acceptance, the more I have had of those moments. And like I said, it's just, it feels so much better to either feel neutrally, like to notice that they're there and just like not really think too much of it or to feel like good about it. Because earlier that day, I had noticed like we were running into the water and I looked down and my belly was sticking out as she does. And, um, and I noticed that in that moment, I didn't feel like necessarily positive. I was just kind of like, oh, I had that moment where I was like, oh, I don't want anyone else to see how much my belly sticks out. And it helped that there was really no one around at this beach. And I think that's why I had that moment later on while I was laying down. All right. So those are the two things so far um, that we've covered. And we'll just wrap it up by talking about um, so the two things that we've covered is re- recognizing and accepting that your body will change throughout your life. And there's really not much that you can do about it. Of course, what you can do is um, is just try your best to accept where you are at each phase. And again, also not beat yourself up if you are someone who is visual and you like to make yourself look pretty. If you want to pursue weight loss or you want to pursue surgery or any cosmetic changes, I support your decision to do whatever you decide to do. I, there's no shame in making decisions for yourself. Um, and I think alongside that, it's also important to do the mental work to, because if you just change something externally, but you're not doing the internal work, that's not going to provide much of a result. So if anything, definitely the mindset work comes first and everything else comes later on. So the second point that we talked about is differentiating the understanding, understanding to differentiate that um, loving how your body looks is different than loving your body as a whole. Okay, so finally, being aware of comparison and how comparison impacts the way that you see your, your own body. 
So by comparison, I mean like looking at someone else's body and feeling like either you wish your body looked like theirs or you feel like your body should look differently because you're looking at their body. So recognize that everybody is different. Everyone's body is different. There are no two bodies that look exactly the same, which is really cool and beautiful and amazing once you actually think about that. Understand that everybody's body goes through different phases, just like you're not the only one whose body changes, and sometimes that's comforting to know. And then it's also important that you're aware of how you're comparing your past body to your current body. And I do this all the time when I go back into old pictures, when I start to look at old pictures either on my phone or my Instagram. I go back, like I'll start to accept and feel good about the way that I look. And then I'll look back on old pictures and see that difference. And it's like shocking. And then I'll start to feel the desire to go back to that old body. And I have to kind of reground myself and remind myself, like, who was I during that time? Was I happy during that time? If I change how I look now, am I all of a sudden going to feel better? No, not necessarily. Um, I was a whole different person back then and I am who I am now. And what's important for me where I am now is to accept my current body, to accept where I am and who I am in this moment. Because the truth is, even if I do want to make changes, I can't change something overnight. And now from doing this work, I've also recognized that any long-term change that's sustainable starts with accepting where you are right now. And also that means leaving shame out of the conversation. Don't waste your energy or mental chatter thinking about how you've quote unquote, let yourself go or you're a failure in some kind of way. It's all, again, it's all part of your story. You can learn lessons from doing things that maybe don't serve you in the moment, but it starts with recognizing that and then deciding that you want to choose better for yourself going forward. So that is all I have for you today. Um, Remember that my body acceptance meditation is a great tool that you can use to help you step into accepting the current body that you're in and to begin that conversation. It's helpful for you to create a connection and loving respect towards your body. And again, you can sign up for that at laurenkepler.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. And I want to be fully transparent with you because that's how I am in this podcast and um, just in general. I, I guess I just want to leave you with this to remind you that none of us are perfect. Not all days are perfect. Um, I have struggled throughout this recording this entire episode, like just over trying, trying to catch myself overthinking of um, like over... I guess overanalyzing what it is that I'm saying and, you know, trying to be perfect. I think that sometimes when my hormones are um, a little bit more intense than other times, I think I can get into my head a lot more and expect that's when my like more perfectionist tendencies come out. And so I feel that it is really helpful for me to release or relieve any potential shame just by owning what is for me and what is is that 
yeah, this episode was hard for me to record. I had moments where I thought that maybe I should just stop and just put it off to another day um, or something like that. And also there's a lot of background noises. I don't know if you can hear the wind because of the breeze and a few times planes have driven by or driven by. <laughs> planes have flown by probably F-15s because we're on base. But again, I'm just accepting the imperfections. I not only, um, I practice what I preach. So I not only allow for like flaws in being okay with like not loving how I look, but that extends to all other parts of my life. And so it started with, again, body acceptance and body neutrality. It's given me permission to extend that into all parts of my life so that I don't have to torture myself or feel like, oh, I'm such a failure. I'm such a loser. I can't get a perfect podcast episode out there. It just is. This is just where I am today. This is just where I'm at this week. And that's okay. We're just gonna go with it. So if you did listen to this episode, I want to thank you so much for especially making it to the end. I would love if you'd come over and hang out with me on Instagram. I'm at Lauren M. Kepler. You can tag me in your stories to let me know you're listening. Or if you want, you can send me a DM and we can chat about your biggest takeaways or questions that you had from the episode or any aha moments. I just love hearing from you. So you can come over and chat with me at Lauren M. Kepler. Can't wait to hear from you. And thanks again for listening. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Body Acceptance Podcast. Be sure you're subscribed wherever you listen so you don't miss when a new episode drops. If you love this podcast, I would so appreciate if you leave a review. The more positive reviews I have, the more this podcast can reach women like you who are in need of this message. Let's create a ripple effect and inspire more ladies to love themselves. And as always, feel free to share this episode with a friend or tag me on your Instagram stories at Lauren M. Kepler to let me know you're listening. Can't wait to chat with you again next week. But until then, remember that you're worthy and beautiful as you are right now.